Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it. How I met my BFF. Welcome to How I Met My BFF. I'm Lisa Reed with our my beautiful host, Tamara. Tamara, how does this sound? Good so far. <laughs> does it sound similar or better? No, I think it's okay. I think okay. we're good. <laughs> you know, one of these things that you need to learn about when you're podcasting is kind of everything. You need to learn about sound, video. If you're going to do video, you need to be nice to your guests so they you know, post and promote for you. No, I'm just joking. Um, We're going to be nice for our guests. But what I wanted to share a little bit about is what happened to me this week. And I'm going to keep this story short. Bottom line, figured out why I wasn't getting emails from certain places. And I found 357 emails in a spam folder that I had not seen for like two months. So That was what I've been doing for the last half hour. Yay. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) Tamara, what about you? What have you been up to? Well, I can relate to that happening. I miss stuff in my spam folder all the time. I always have to apologize to people. I figure like if I've already emailed them or received emails, I don't have to do that, but apparently you do. So I'm with you on that. Well, but, I, check, um, I check, I'm with this disclaimer here. I check my spam folder, like on my Gmail account all the time. <laughs> it is empty, baby. Empty. I am on it. I am on it. This is like a hidden secret other spot that I did not know about. And I think it's a conspiracy, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Well, well good <laughs> luck. Uh, let me know what you find out. <laughs> yes. So you saw the Super Bowl today or this uh, recently. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I, yeah. I was just telling you, I guess the funny thing I did this past week besides work and everything else is I did host a Super Bowl party and which is hilarious because I'm not the most, I was telling Lisa, I don't really recall even who won. Not just, I did, wasn't paying attention. I know it's the Rams. I'll, everyone know I'll be okay. But, um, so yeah, it was funny, and I was trying to figure out why am I the person hosting the Super Bowl party, and then I discovered in our, our group of friends, I'm the only one who has, like, cable TV. <laughs> so, and they love you. Yeah. And they love you. So, um, that was good, and we, we it was really, it was a fun time. And, but yeah, you like so. hosting. You always host, though, right? Yes. It you was, like hosting. Yes, it was fun. But it was just funny. I was doing the Super Bowl party, so I was like, "Who, who's playing, and what is this about?" The Lakers but it all worked and out. the, you know, no. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's kind of been my week in work, and happy that we get to do some BFF time. Yay, BFFs! So we have some two special BFFs in the house today. We've got Kelly and Poonam. And I know Kelly, and that's a whole nother ball of wax, and we can get into that later. Um, but I've only met Poonam through email, I think. And so this is really exciting to hear about how you two met and how you how you became best friends. So who wants to who wants to dive in first? Poonam or Kelly? Kel, go. 
You want me to go? All right, I'll go. So I met Poonam. Uh, we were both um, wonderful volunteers on the Campfire USA board. We were on the board together, and we were both new board members. And neither one of us knew what we had signed up for. I don't know if any of you have ever gotten on a board, and you know you don't really know what you're, you're, you've done till you get there. Um, so we we had a lot of fun. Um, we actually were sometimes a little naughty because we would text during the meetings, which you know once you become a board member chair, you don't really respect and appreciate that very much. But uh, <laughs> but when we were on the board, we we did a little bit of that. But we um, that's how we first met, and then later on, we ended up in um, a leadership Lakeland program that was run by the chamber and that's probably where we really started becoming really really close we had kept touch but that was when we really bonded and that was in florida well i know lakeland in florida and um, was is that where you used to live Poonam, as it well it is it is i got okay. um i was a transplant just like kelly we were uprooted from our homes and planted in lakeland for for a long time and i remember going to this um campfire board meeting and not knowing anybody. Well, actually, I knew one person who had asked me to come on the board. And I'm like, ah. I had just had a newborn. I was looking oh, to wow. get out of the house and looking around going, why am I here? And mm-hmm. there was a reason I was there. I was supposed to meet Kelly. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and how long ago was this? How, how many years ago? Maya will be 27. So it's been 27 years. Wow. No, it hasn't been that long because I've only been, I was only in Florida 22. So it's 22. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Funny how memory. Maybe it's both of our old ages that we can't remember exactly when. <laughs> <laughs> 20 plus years ago. A long time. A long time. And then when did you, so you met at the, at first I had just have to ask, what is a campfire board? I mean, I, I can just guess, but I, I don't have any idea what that is. It's basically, it was a basically a youth impact organization. Um, you know, they do a lot of after school care and then they do, uh, they do a lot of programs for the community. Also for teenagers is probably their biggest program right now. So, okay. yeah. And they, they yeah, teach like, about like, the environment. environment. They, yeah. They teach oh, okay. about the environment. It's really cool. It's, it's like a youth leadership program. Yeah. Here in Missoula, um, campfire is one of the programs for after school yeah. with, um, kind of where kids can go after school. It's like a day, not a daycare, but an after school school program. program. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, I had it. I sort of had an assumption because I remember there being some campfire stuff when we were in Alaska, but I was never in it. So I don't, I wasn't quite sure. (laughs) My daughter was in Girl Scouts and all that. I did that part. I sold those cookies. Let me tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) Girls, we need to move these cookies. Come on. Double your sales. Five for 20. Let's go. Or four for 20. However it was. (laughs) I know you're six. (laughs) You can do it. (laughs) Anyway, we have goals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So so we got the then um then you were in the chamber. And then ironic that you're both in education, right? Because I know Kelly used to have a lot of time in education. Was that something you had in common as well? Well, yeah, I don't know that we ever, Poonam, I don't think we were ever on any boards together in education. We were on some other community things together, but I was at the college and her, her, most of her activity was with her, her kids and their upcoming through uh, elementary and, and middle school and high school. Yeah. 
And and we used to bounce ideas off of each other. We would end up coming from different perspectives. And so when we sat down to talk, it was like this holistic conversation that we were having because we each had a totally different view of the same situation. So it was really intriguing because we we both empowered each other in our own fields to kind of elevate what we were doing. And and Kelly, you know, is a real schlep. She likes to sit on the rear end and do nothing. No, right. No yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was, she, she had such a passion for ensuring those college kids felt safe and um, had an opportunity to grow. And that's one of the things that I admire the most about Kelly and during that period of her time. I admire her for many other reasons, but when she was in the college, that was just one of those things that um, kept her going, I think. Love it. And then, so when did you guys move from, okay, we're on this board together and we like texting back and forth, but how did it turn into like a best friend relationship? Well, I would, you know, I would say Leadership Lakeland was probably the start, but I would really say Puno, it probably moved into the more BFF in the last five years, wouldn't you say? Yeah. We've both had a ton of transitions and, um, you know, I don't have kids. Poonam has four kids. And so for me, one of the things that I love about Poonam and I have such respect for her about is just watching her uh, juggle like four kids, multiple boards, community involvement. And do it with grace and ease um, and professionalism and also still be able to do all that with like a huge heart and um, really a very unique and a very, um, I would say, you know, sometimes when people get that involved in the community, uh, there can be sometimes a bit of um, uh, energy that's above, you know, like above, like I'm really connected and I'm really involved. Um, Poonam always has been like so easy for people to connect with and down to earth. And so in doing that and doing it, doing it all, like really just like Wonder Woman, doing it all and doing it all really, really, really well. Hmm. Love it. That's so interesting you say that because I would just like to hold up a mirror and say that to you. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You know what is... What is one of your guys' favorite memories that you guys have shared together? Ooh. I've got one. I've been thinking okay. about this one. So there is a, there's one Indian restaurant in Lakeland. And if you're an Indian, you don't go there, right? I mean, Indian, Indians are very picky about their Indian food when they eat out. So, and you don't want to spend $8 for a bowl of dal, right? You're just... You just don't because you can make it. Mm-hmm. But Kelly loves Indian food. And so we went to this Indian restaurant. And I oblige her. I go. And we're sitting there. And we both come in like hurricanes. Because we have all of this stuff going on in our own lives. And we would probably get together maybe once every six weeks for lunch. And we would always do lunch. And we both came in. And I don't think either of us took a breath in the whole two hours during our lunch because we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because we had so much to talk about. And our our conversations are always very honest. Language is never on the table. We don't have to ever um, watch what we're saying. 
bombs fly all over the place. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Um, we're very open with each other. But in that particular lunch, I remember laughing. I remember crying. I remember hugging. And I remember kicking each of us kicking each other in the pants going, we're better than this. We're stronger than this. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. And that was probably five or six years ago. And, to, and I couldn't tell you what, what we were talking about in that moment, but it was a very raw, open conversation without any apprehensions. And that's the most beautiful part of our relationship. Yeah, and you know you have those people that you just haven't seen in forever, and sometimes you reconnect, and it's like, you know, it's like this serendipitous moment, and it's been like that with us. Every time we pick up the phone, like, it can be two weeks, it can be two months, and it's just like, like we were just together five minutes ago. That's beautiful. What, What memory do you have, Kelly, about the two of you? Well, there's lots I can't share. But (laughs) (laughs) protect the innocent. (laughs) You know, I think um, there's not one. I mean, there's been so many moments, but like Poonam said, probably for me, it's been those conversations on the phone that we've had, especially in the last year, because I just moved and um, she moved in the last couple of years out of Lakeland. And in particular, the last probably two months, um, we've had some really deep, transparent conversations that have been pretty heavy and um, very loving and very supportive for each other. And, you know, we all have our ups and downs. It, it, it's nice sometimes when you are not necessarily paralleling with a friend, when you kind of have, you know, a little bit of this, you know, high and low going on so that you're not exactly in the same place all the time. And it does seem like with us <laughs> anyway, uh, one of us is always in a little bit better space than the other, which has been really nice because we're always able to, you know, kind of support and pull the other one back up. So yeah, a lot of tears, a lot of change uh, these last six to 12 months and um, a lot of support for each other in a variety of areas of life. <laughs> well, yeah, even just moving away from from a place you were at for 20 years, right? That's That's always a big change, mm-hmm. no matter how how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else, uh, any other, like, what do you have nicknames for each other or any kind of private joke things that, well, we can't, I can't say mine on, on air. Oh, no. I've got several, but we're going to have to keep a PG. <laughs> oh, now I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> She's always been Cal. I mean, she's always been, you know, you pick up the phone and you're like, Hey, Cal, or, you know, you, you just, she's one of those people that you you don't have to talk to every single day, but you always know she's in your corner. And we have, in the last 12 months, hit some roadblocks, each of us personally, with our, our within ourselves professionally and mm-hmm. in, our, in our families, because we have aging parents and we both have made uh, life, changes we've had to renegotiate where we're at and how we want to approach it but there's never hesitation to pick up the phone and go what do you what do you think am i am i doing this right what would you do and it's interesting because every time i do that i feel like we're on the same page 
Yeah. And, and that's really comforting. Well, and, you know, I think with the businesses, you know, I started my business a little bit before Poonam started her podcast. So I was a little bit uh, ahead, not, you know, just in the sense of chronologically in time, um, which was actually really good because I was able to hopefully save her from some of the silly, stupid mistakes you make as a new business entrepreneur, right? Like some of the, you just don't know what you don't know. And it, and I've learned that it really just takes a year or two to figure it all out because you you just, it's like managing, you know, you can't read a book and then do it effectively. You have to do it like you have to live it <laughs> and breathe mm-hmm. it. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And then watching her explode with all the projects that she's doing. And now it's, you know, the joke I always say with her now is, well, I've just moved to the mountains and I'm teaching yoga twice a week. And that's like it. I don't, I'm not really doing anything else right now. And she is like <laughs> writing books and doing podcasts and she's like doing TEDx talks. And I'm just like, it's so awesome to see her soaring and flying and really um, just being so successful. It's just fun to watch. That Well, that's a great lead into our next question of what do you wish for each other moving forward? You know, I will say that Kelly is probably one of the hardest working people I know. She has a purpose. She has a vision. She has a a heart that is bigger than anyone I know. And what I would love for her to do is to be exactly who she is in whatever capacity she wants to do it. Because she's gone from being this very, I want to say powerful, because you did. You did have power when you were at the college. but, but being empowered within yourself. And I've watched you evolve from that role of leadership into a leadership of yourself and being true to yourself. And I I love that you're teaching yoga twice a week. I think that's just freaking <laughs> awesome. I don't know how you're doing it because that is not your normal personality. Yeah. But it is, it's taken a lot of strength from you. And so... For you to do that and I I just want you to keep on that trajectory. Thank you, Poonam. Well, and, and again, our roles have kind of reversed, right? Like, well, Poonam's always been busy because you can't not be busy with raising four kids. Um, but for Poonam, like I, you know, I keep saying to her, like you keep hitting these huge targets. Like, you know, like what the heck is next? What is next? What is next? And I just I just want her to continue following the path that makes her heart happy. You know, being someone who's sort of, I I don't really say now when I describe my life that I'm on the retirement mode, although some people think I've retired because I'm not doing nearly what I used to, but um, I would love to see Poonam be able to balance what she does with a little bit more self-care. I just have to throw it in there, right? Like I have to just throw it in there because she's, she's, she's a, she's a giver and she's a take care of everybody else type of personality. So we have this conversation every time we talk, it's like, okay, when is the last time you did yoga? Have you done any breath work? Did you walk today? Um, you know, all those little, little things, um, that are important, but I just love to see her continue on the path that she's on with a little bit of maybe a little bit of energy directed to herself. Because if she gives like, I don't know, 10% of the love to herself that she gives to everybody else, yeah. 
No, interesting <laughs> that you say that, Kel. And, and maybe this is what, what it is now that I'm thinking about it. For so long, I was a stay-at-home mom, right? I was doing all of these things, but I was a stay-at-home mom, and I didn't have that professional fulfillment, even though I was doing things in the community and in, in the school district beyond just the schools. So this, I feel like this is my time to be that professional. Yes. Yeah. And yet I then I look at you and I'm like, well, I don't have to. <laughs> I can just, you know, so so you you're a continuous um role, a source of inspiration of what Aww. I should be doing. I always feel like I'm ten years behind Kelly. No. That's, that's not I, true. I, that's how I feel. I think I'm just an old soul. And Lisa, it's probably because of Bud, right? Like, because I've always been told I'm like 10 to 15 years. Like, I wanted to do restorative yoga when I was in my 30s. And I can remember my teacher saying to me, you know, you, you don't want to do that. So you're like, you need to be doing an active practice. And I'm like, but I don't want to do an active practice right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just the idea of to make life easier and live life not so much for the success i mean it's nice to be validated and have you know those targets that we hit but also i'm just moving into this space of enjoying life and really paying attention to what matters and back to punam like she's always been always been a family like family has always been her number one and that's not always been the case for me so i'm moving back into that realm of taking care of my family, moved across the country back to where I'm from uh, and really getting back to those roots. And, you know, that's not always easy either, but uh, she has role modeled that beautifully. I tell her all the time, I'm like, I look at her kids and I'm just like, they're all fabulously successful. They're all brilliant. They're all beautiful. Like it's, and it's all real. Like it's not just this facade picture, you know, like the Instagram photos are real. The story behind the photos are real. There's so much love there. Mm. I love that. And then since you're both entrepreneurs, do you want to share just a touch about what you're, what kind of magic you're putting out there? And, and Kelly, I don't know if that's even appropriate right now for you. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, I'm sailing to the sunset. <laughs> but I mean, I know, you, you know, I don't know if you want to, you can. Sure. Go ahead, Poonam. You go first. Oh, so a little bit of what I'm putting out there. So in my time as a never at home parent. Um, I spend a lot of time walking that fine line of being a partner with my children's schools and with the school district. And it's because I am an educator. I understood how I do understand how the education system works. So I was able to get a lot of partnership, um, and relationships built with the teachers and administrators and even the superintendent. So when I when my kids went off to college, I told I called Kelly and I said, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything for six months. Don't ask me what I'm doing. We had moved <laughs> from Lakeland. How long did that last actually? Just the did it last six months? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. So I decided, just checking. I decided, you know what, why not? channel the energy that I've been putting out there in the world um, and help other parents become partners. And parents always used to ask me, so how do you know that? How do you do that? Why do you know this? And it's, and it's just because it was an interest of mine and it was a passion of mine. So I started a podcast 
Then I started um, writing a book. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can do a TED Talk. I've never <laughs> been on stage. Why not? <laughs> and so I honed up. Who's this uh, guy, Ted, anyway? I'm sorry? <laughs> I said, who's this guy, Ted, anyway? I'm so seriously. And, and I just put it out in the universe. And um, yeah, in the last 18 months, all of this has kind of happened. And I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. And I'll do it until it's not my passion anymore. Beautifully said. Nice. And Miss Kelly, I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing your beautiful studio in Lakeland, Florida, but you're no longer there. And so... <laughs> What's the, the latest and greatest? What's now? the latest scoop? I'm I'm being um, very mindful of my lifetime right now, my life force energy, and so I'm I'm teaching one class here locally, a yoga class here locally. I've been doing that for about a month. I actually have like 12 people, you all, here in Mountain City, so it's like a big deal um, that there's that many people interested. Uh, and then I teach a class online, and I do have a couple heart math, a couple coaching clients that I'm working with. Um, most of the corporate work that I've been doing in the past, a lot of those clients were in Florida. There's a few I'm still connected to doing some remote stuff. But, you know, when I left Florida, I really had to decide, do I want to, how much of that work do I want to bring here? And if this is going to be a true life shift, which it has been and it is, then I can't, as my husband says, you can't have one foot in Florida and one foot in Tennessee if you want to make a, a real break and a real transformational change. And I totally agree with that. And it's been interesting watching how that's kind of evolved as I continue to make choices about what I want to hang on to, what I want to let go of. And there's been a lot, there's been a lot of letting go these last six months. Um, and again, some of it's been really hard and some of it's been very, very refreshing. That's yeah. beautiful. I love what you said, just that intentional living and um, your life force, intentional life force living. It's beautiful. I think we should all be doing that. So, yay. Yay. Well, well, we're getting ready to wrap up, but I wanted to ask if you guys were together. I know that we're all in different places, but today Lisa brought to my attention is um, it's National Wine Day. I think it's so international. So I was with no, actually, international is May. Yeah, so today it's national. Sorry. <laughs> I, came up on my Facebook I, was, feed. I was like, oh, I didn't <laughs> know that was the thing. Yeah. But so, Lisa, if I were with you, we would be having a glass of wine cheersing. But with you two, what would you do if you were together? <clears throat> Kelly would be having water and I would be having the wine. <laughs> That's what we would be doing. <laughs> Kelly, would you nice. agree? He, probably so, yes. I don't know. You know, I haven't seen you in a while time, so in a long time. So every now and then, like, you know, once every three or four years, I'll I'll have a, a drink. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we would probably be crying and laughing and crying and laughing and talking and catching up. Yeah, I loved how you how you described Poonam. I love how you described that conversation, how there was laughter, there was tears, there was challenging in a in a sounds like very supportive way of each other and this collaborative connection that you had. And then that you said that was about five or six years ago. And Kelly, you said that's about when you guys started really deepening your relationship. So it's not, we can sometimes get so stuck in like the little like details. And, the, and I will, I'll ask my daughter, like when she's worried about something, I'm like, do you remember a year ago what you were worried about? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. 
I'm like, yeah, so a year's going to go by and this thing that's happening right now is not going to be on your radar at all. So we're just going to like, <laughs> but we remember those strong feelings. You remember those connections, you remember that love and that care and the comfort that we get from, from our loved ones. So I like how you describe that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to sign off and I am so, Oh, you know what? Ah, we didn't talk about my dad, but that's okay. That's okay. He's here. He's oh, here. Of course. He sure is. <laughs> always. That's how Kelly and I met, um, through my dad in Lakeland, Florida. And, um, and then Kelly and I ended up getting together in California and knowing a lot of people in common because of other things. And it's just, I love how this world works. One, one of the things Tamara and I are noticing as we've gone through several episodes now, we're starting to collect like some pretty awesome people in our community, including the two of you. And, so we're like, wow, that wasn't what we were expecting. But all of a sudden, these really incredible, empowerful, empowering people are gathering together. And so we're just really loving on on you guys and loving that energy. So Aww. thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Tamara, anything else you want to add? I'm good. Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you both and to get to hear your story. Thanks so much for sharing. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thank you, ladies. Bye, besties. Hey, bestie. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes. And if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.